This is the Podcast Derby, a Blacklist podcast. For this week's episode, Dr. Linus Creel, number 82. Podcast? What did I say? Podcast? Podcast. Podcast? <laughs> Apparently we're an orange soda now, like Sunkist. <laughs> podcast. So we had a uh, fairly one-off episode this week. Uh... Yeah, this was intended to teach us a little bit about Lizzie and why she does the things she does. Right. Um, with the, oh, where did I put it here? MAO-A2R Extreme Warrior Gene. Oh, the Warrior Gene, I know, yes. This Extreme Warrior Gene. This is the cooking channel version of the Warrior <laughs> Gene. Food Network, I guess, technically it would be. Sure. It's yeah. extreme. Um, did you, so they talked about whatever the three phases were, right? Like isolation, removal of loved and like the third thing. Did you notice like almost all those things have happened to Lizzie? Right. Yeah. This is definitely an episode targeted at her character, uh, as being the, uh, all this is going on around them and, and she's realizing this is what happened to her. Yeah. and, And I, I mean, I wrote down, you know, is this social experiment being played on her? You know, by by someone else, right? Um, and it's just kind of I don't know. Man, I like how she gets herself set up in it, and uh, you have the whole the bet in the truck over everything she's saying is real or not, and you know we know as viewers, you know every the, single word so she said uh, is absolutely true. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, she said that it was a college boyfriend, but it was really whatever. Like the college boyfriend thing, I don't think was but everything after that all the tom stuff yeah yeah all the tom stuff was uh and uh whatever whoever the new lucy is she was good enough to just say she lost and walk away she knew yeah she's kind of uh trying to play on the good side yeah gives uh lizzie the uh the um report you know doesn't need to be filed with the rest of the evidence i'm sure you would want this uh for yourself and uh well, I got more of the impression she's like, this is part of the evidence, but I'm going to make sure you get an opportunity to see it before it gets, you know, just lost in the bureaucracy. Sure. Not it's going to disappear, but it was, you know, out of sight, out of mind type thing, you know. Um, right. Let, hey, by the way, you actually did show up for this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, story arc stuff. Uh, so Jennifer is not Lizzie. Yeah, I mean, supposedly that's kind of the whole deal. Uh, I, I have, I've got one huge glaring question. I had to have missed something in that and I'll go into that later, but yeah, Jennifer is, Jennifer is not Lizzie, but that like, who is Jennifer? Is Jennifer really quote unquote, their daughter air, air quotes here. Right. Um, because what was interesting is that, uh, Naomi said, I will not tell you where my daughter is. Uh, yeah, there was, there was the pronoun game was being played. Right. He, it, it, he seems interested. I'm trying to think. I don't think in this episode he actually asked where she was so much as uh, Naomi just telling him, I'm not going to tell you where she is. And in the end saying that he knew. Yeah. Yeah. Gen- Jennifer knew that he would be back for her someday. And that's when she left. Again. You know, might not necessarily be his daughter. Uh, could be Alan Alda's daughter, for all we know. So that's that's still kind of my belief, um, or that there's there's a tie-in there somewhere. 
Sure. Uh, maybe it's her daughter by Alan Alda, and that was why he went all crazy is because she cheated on him with Alan Alda. Yeah. I like that theory. It's probably not going to go there. But uh, <laughs> I, I would say that, uh, I don't know. I, I, I still don't believe. I think they're... they're this is the episode this week where they're trying to steer us away from, oh, okay, Lizzie's not the daughter. Yeah, no, agreed. They've been pushing it into our faces hard for, you know, into last year. And, you know, this is the episode where I think they're going to try to trick us or make us think they're tricking us. That always, you know, it's not. Right, yeah. Because, uh, well, what did uh, Naomi say at the end? Uh, You know, you're going to have to tell her. When are you going to tell her? Right. Yeah. So you, uh, obviously the connection's important enough that the two of them know and she needs to be told. Uh, and I would say obvious. Earlier in the episode, I didn't say anything about you. I didn't say anything to, to Elizabeth. I mean, so, I mean, she's, she knows that, right. you know, herself, that and, the connection. And they hadn't actually met before, had they? No, no. Oh, well, briefly. That episode would have been what two weeks ago. I just don't remember. Well, they met uh, briefly when they showed up to uh, bring them into custody, and that group came in okay. and kidnapped her. Uh, so they were just getting ready to talk, but I don't think Lizzie understood the importance of her at the time. Uh, but now, uh, I mean, we know that this Naomi person wouldn't be Lizzie's mother. Carla. Carla is that her name? It's her, that was her real name. Naomi Highland was her... her right, name. right, Carla. Yeah, I, that's right. I wrote that down. Yeah. So, I guess there was a lot in this episode with that stuff. Because really, the rest of the episode was just filler. Uh, like you said, it was a chance for us to have uh, you know Lizzie have her moment with the doctor. Some character study, really. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the I warrior think- gene was just a vehicle. The sub-project seven and all that. Yeah, it was some some kind of interesting things. The the polyglot, I thought was really interesting. I think we're going to kind of see him again. Um, I, I I'm curious as to the name um, and the why he would have. Well, I, obviously he had a gambling problem. I mean that was what Haskell. it was. Yeah. Yeah. But polyglot means basically multilingual, right? So polyglot's the Greek version of multilingual, which is the Latin. Or is it, if I got it the other way around. Okay. Yeah, polyglot is Greek. Uh, multilingual is is Latin. Um, so I'm just curious as to why that name. You know what I mean? Um, other than he can take a lot of different stuff and put it together, but I don't know. And that Red thought it was amusing that that's what they were calling him these days. Uh, yeah. As if, oh, that's it's, interesting. I wouldn't have called him that. Uh, <laughs> or uh, that term isn't appropriate. <laughs> And the other thing is, is this guy who reads all this stuff and he's like, oh, we got to go into this room because it's V2K shielded. He actually reads and deciphers all this stuff. So what does he know? Right. I mean, obviously it's a little tinfoil hat, but he's the guy that knows the tinfoil hat really works. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's, he's the guy that's actually found all this stuff. Not necessarily a conspiracy theorist, but a guy that puts all the puzzles together to, to figure it all out. So it's a little... Right. It, not so much as a conspiracy theory. He knows the conspiracies. There are, they aren't theories. He's Yeah, to him, it's the, the truth behind it because he's, he's got the paperwork uh, from all the redacted 
which I think is kind of a cool, you know, it's kind of a neat thing. And, and I hope we see that character again. He was Speaking a cool of, character, better than... What's that? See Vargas. We got to see I Vargas. I know. We were hoping that Vargas... I saw him in the credits, and I was so happy to see Vargas. Uh, and it, the, the the thing was so perfect. <laughs> he, he's a great... He's a, It's just a great character, and I, I couldn't imagine anyone else playing this character. I was trying to think about that this week. Um, who could do this character just as well? Uh, I just think it's a, it's the perfect actor for the character you you have. He looks like how the character should be. Uh, yeah, the closest you'd get would be. Uh, I mean, I I could throw some other people at it, but they're a little little too big name. Jim Carrey could do that very quickly. But I think uh, what's cool about Pee Wee Herman or Paul Rubens is that he uh, he's 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 got a creepy look to him. I mean, he's oh yeah. Yeah, I mean they, they've obviously made him up a bit too, but. He looks like the character is supposed to be, and that's what I really enjoy about the character. And the scene was great. Just the whole. Now I'm not going to talk about anything about why I'm here to see you. I'm just going to berate you about your dog, and how yeah. your treatment of your dog. And <laughs> I'm going to take the dog for a walk. And he, he's. It was such a cool scene. I, I think those are. That's a character. I hope we see lots of. Uh, and I'm glad he's not a villain. In, in that same type of role where it just kind of comes in and it does kind of that bizarre back end, almost dirty work, but not quite, you know? Right. <laughs> so the whole city dog comment, I was dying. I was rolling when he made the whole city God, dog You comment. know, and I almost wonder if that was one of those things like, was that a plant's uh, line? Or did the dog really just not go after the stick and Spader improvised the line? I don't know. Whatever it was, it was brilliant. Because it uh, felt like, oh, the dog's not going. So the camera just going to fade out, and, you know, Spader has a line ready because he's brilliant. Um, yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, the, the, the dog sequence, you know, it all it was was there to be a vehicle for uh, getting Frank to um, take the offer to go into hiding with Naomi Carla. Yeah. Because, uh, obviously, Frank was cheating on uh, her. So the perfect husband is is not, and we had kind of uh, you know discredits him for the audience too, because the audience was kind of feeling like sorry for her, uh, Naomi there, or because you know she did she was in hiding, she had her perfect life with the perfect guy, and now because of this whole thing, it's ruined. Well, now maybe we don't feel so bad for that because you know he's a dirtbag anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Um... Do you think he's anybody? I don't either. I don't either. I know know the question's been brought up on other uh, uh, things that I've read. People thinking this guy, you know, I think he's too obviously there. I think he is what he is. He's just the dirtbag guy who married uh, Red's uh, ex. Yeah. He's he's kind of the guy that got caught up in all of it. Um, Because were he somebody, Red would know. Um, Right. Red would have killed him or it would have been much more of a deeper story. Yeah. Uh, and you kind of got the impression Red's uh, Red's known he's kept tabs on her to some extent all along, um, mm-hmm. and he he would have been able to find her and uh, would have done kind of done the same thing, protected to some extent. Sure. Um, no, he's nobody. He's I don't think he'll really have any bigger of a role than he did tonight, even. Right, I don't think he's going to come back in anything unless he has some sort of, you know, you know, saving 
choice moment, you know, where he has to, you know, make a choice to save her or something. I, I don't think we're going to see him in an evil role anymore or anything like that. We, we might not see him again. Yeah, I don't. I, it'll be distant in the car, picking her up, putting her in the air, plane for an airport type thing, but he will not have any major background plot. character. Yeah. Yep. So, um, all right. Well, what else do you have? Uh, you said you had some issues on something or we wanted to talk about. I don't, I don't want to get to that just yet. Okay. It wasn't an issue. It's just there's a, there's a, I had to have missed something huge. Uh, but I anyway. feel like I did too in this episode when something happened. So maybe we're uh, thinking the same thing. The, the, the hospital scene where she's in there, that was actually one of the most tense scenes. However it was done, however it was written, where he called, started calling her a junkie. Yes. That, for whatever reason, I was like more scared during that than I was when, uh, when she had the gun to her head at the end. Uh, yeah, you know, it was it, that... like, oh crap, because she's in there, she's, you know, slightly bandaged. She's probably fine, right? But I mean, right. she's just out of her element, and it was obvious he knew something was going on. Um, you know, what's he going to do? And, it could just it could have blown all kinds of things wide open and bad and but it was just it was just, it, I don't know dude was creepy oh yeah 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 and 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 obviously I mean he's there interviewing her and if he is the professional psychiatrist that he is which obviously he is real deep into research really deep into uh, recognizing things about people he was recognizing her checking out his bag and he left the room on purpose I mean he left the room to do exactly what he thought she did which was steal the uh, scripts because it's what junkies do um yeah. you know that he, he he was setting her up um normally it, it yeah it, that was staged by him to do that because he's trying to catch her to do that and then kind of create that trust okay fine you give them back to me i don't care about all that what i care and about is your test results was and he still wanted her to do the test test results right. and okay. it was like Oh, <laughs> right, because he wants her to be, you know, that net, you know, patient number, whatever, twelve or sixteen or whatever it would be in the list of the killers that he'd used. Uh, I thought the psychology and all that was fine. Uh, I didn't have issues with the uh, episode with all of that stuff going on. I mean, we had the the um, the college geek guy getting uh, messed around with the girl online and then goes crazy because of it. Yeah, uh, which was all set up. I mean, really, it, 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 you almost felt like this was coming. Uh, that this Doctor Creel needed his, uh, in order for his uh, all his research to be justified, to be validated, he needed to die at the hands of one of his patients, so to speak, uh, at the one of the people that he, you know, controlled. Yeah. Uh, to to validate it, because as he said, the only way people take me seriously is if I die, then you are half. You all are going to have to read my research. You're gonna have to um, explore. He's it. himself at that point. Exactly, so. and uh, yeah, that made a lot of sense with that. You know, that character was just a typical weak character that was going there to shoot him. I actually didn't think he was going to, but I liked that he did because uh, I really thought they were gonna do something stupid like talk him out of it. That was all pretty good, and we got uh, the gym bag dude um, who is not part of Berlin. We were wrong on that. He was part of Red's... Right, it's a detail by Red to uh, keep an eye on her and has been watching her for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, since Agent Malik was killed. Uh, so that has been quite a while. Uh, we did have the fact, though, that he had to save her via the sniper. 
um, which I guess that's now what that whole scene last week sets up for is that he would be somewhere, you know, on a roof watching her because, you know, Lizzie is incompetent as all the FBI are, you know, lets herself be taken by a guy like that who was just shot. And Yeah, that's the whole thing. Is you know, that, what you do is you get him to the ground. <laughs> um, he wasn't posing a threat to begin with, right? Not uh, necessarily, but you still he's still, you know, your primary suspect in all this. You get him to the ground and then you check. You saw that he was obviously shot in the arm or something like that. It's not like he was shot in the chest or the head. So, you you know, you get him to the ground and then, you know, he's okay. You get your medic in and you've got him secured. But no, she just kind of leans in next to him. Hey, you okay? I need a medic over here. And he was obviously prepared for that. I don't know. Like I said, they, they come off as super agents in some scenes and then as just, you know, rookies in others. Uh, and I guess that's what the inconsistency of what kind of agents they're supposed to be is what bothers me about uh, a lot of the police work that they do. Yeah, it's a little strange. So did you pick up on the acronym? Which one? I, the IDGAS. No, I actually didn't know that one. <laughs> I, I don't give a shit. Is that what it is? Okay. <laughs> Context, that was what it was. Like, I had to figure it out, and I'm like, oh, that's what it is. Okay. I don't, uh, yeah, I, I know the simple ones, but uh, most of the times I make them up. And then people uh, have to ask me, what does that mean? So, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it, I mean, it, yeah. that, that, it's just, uh, I, yeah, I, I have to translate this stuff half the time. So, uh, what else have I got? Uh, I, had, I started writing a question. I just have, why did? That's all it is. <laughs> That's well, all I've got in my true. notes. Uh, <laughs> let's see if I got anything else before I get to my huge glaring uh, MAO-A2R, Extreme Warrior. And I'm sure that's similar to uh, MAOIs. You always hear uh, MAOIs are, you know, do not take this drug if you're taking an MAOI. It's, uh, uh, so, I think it's monoamino oxidase inhibitor is what an MAOI is. It's an uh, antidepressant. So if people yeah. have this MAO, whatever it is, it's, you know, they're... It, it makes sense, you know. It's it's a psychological um, um, receptor, yeah. uh, in layman's terms. I, I'd have to go grab my uh, biopsych book to get a more detailed explanation. But only we knew someone who had a degree in this. Only, only oh. I know, I know. My degree's in biopsychology. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's it's been a good twenty years since I've used it, but. Uh, <laughs> That's good. Uh, all right, so here's my glaring question. Mm -hmm. End of the show. Yep. She's sitting down. She's looking at the door. Yep. The hell did that door come from? I know. Did I miss and that door is a different door than what... That door was different than it was in the trailer. Uh, the, trailer had, the trailer had a number on it. Go look. I think it said 52. It went, okay. It, I it went, I just, where was that door? <laughs> where, was it in the cabin? I don't know. She was. <laughs> I don't know where that door was. I feel like I, I missed an episode. I missed some scene, and you must feel the same way. How is okay. she? Where did she get? Why is she in a room with a beer at a chair with keys staring at this door? I feel it's like we're going back to the show Alcatraz, where they had that door. And, you know. I'm, okay, I was looking at Doctor <laughs> Who. I was waiting for Peter Capaldi to walk through that door, you know. Well, so, I, don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what that came from. So. Please email us and tell us how dumb we are that we are forgetting, you know, episode four of last year where this was revealed to us because we both feel really dumb. And I'm glad we both feel dumb because I didn't want to be alone. <laughs> it, 
the keys, right? So, because the only time I've seen her get keys that were of significance was the one that was from last season that was under the the light thingy, and that opened the safe deposit box. She's already, she's already done that, right? Tom's key. So she, she, you got Tom's keys, and that was it. There were no other keys. Uh, I don't know uh, where um, any of uh, that came from. So it's crazy that, yeah, that we can't recall where these keys come from, where uh, this door is. It's in, uh, I mean, I'm trying to think where has she been? Because it, it, it looks like obviously a warehouse or garage or something. And I'm trying to think of places that we've been to. I mean, last week with Red killing uh, Miko or Nico, um, it kind of looked like in that yeah, place. In but that she warehouse. was never there. Exactly. So I just can't think of uh, places where uh, she could have been. So. Really, please, listeners, you got to let us know what uh, what we're missing here because there's something that uh, we both missed. Uh, or if we're all in the same boat, fine. Because I mean, this was this was advertised. This this scene, uh, you know, was advertised all week, and I'm like watching the clock tick, and I'm like, when are we gonna get to the big reveal? And it was a tease. <laughs> I, I know. I'm like, man, this, I thought, I'm like, and they did that, I think, once last year, because I was prepared to talk about that, where they, they did, like, a commercial, but whatever happened didn't happen for, like, two episodes or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember them doing that last year, so I was like, oh, okay, they just did that again, and I was going to talk about that tonight. And then, like, the last five minutes of the show is this whole conversation. I'm like... Well, that's what this one was. That's This was, you know, the, you finally are going to... This episode was billed as... The answers are coming together. It's going to be revealed. Nothing in that sense came out. We learned yeah. a lot of what we already knew. It was just reiterated to other characters. But as an audience, you know, we knew a lot of the issues Lizzie was going through, but she hasn't told it to anybody. And that was the whole big thing with her and Cooper last week, you know, that the psyche eval, she wasn't uh, approved. But she was fine, yeah. But And, yeah, the fact that she was fine is because she wasn't addressing this. And this episode was kind of her way of getting it out there and speaking to somebody about it. But, yeah, our whole big reveal at the end. So, please, uh, email us, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, just whatever you can. Let us know what we missed because, I agree, I we feel really dumb uh, coming into this episode because we feel there should have been something quite obvious here. And c- let me know also if I'm crazy because I swear in all the previews for that scene when they would show that door there was a number 52 or something on it. I, I recall a number and not like a little window. It looks like there's a window in the middle of that door. I don't recall that in the uh, trailer of showing that door. I'm going to go pull that up. On I still got it on the DVR for last week. So I'm going to go pull that pull up. Pull that up. Just see if I'm crazy. Uh, so, uh, yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> You are, but oh, I know, this may I know. not have to do with it. <laughs> so, uh, let's see what else. Uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much what I got. I'm, I'm glad we both had the same feelings in that, because I didn't want to be the only one. Something, I, I was like, what the door? Because even at the end, I'm like, okay, so they've done all this other stuff, and like I told you, you know, the last five minutes felt really rushed. Like, okay, well, we're not going to get to the door. That will then be in another one. And then suddenly show that scene, and I'm like... What the hell? What, Where did yeah. this come from? What did I did I walk out and? What's I, I mean? Miss- I thought I thought that they would explain that because I, I remember seeing that her and that door in the preview, thinking, oh, there will be a sequence where Red will give her the key, or or Naomi there would give her a key and say, you need to go to the basement. All your answers will be there. I thought there would be a setup scene, and it feels like there's a scene missing. Is 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 what it is, or like 
we said that something happened in you know, episode seven of last year that we just weren't paying close enough attention to. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, we'll, uh, I got one other major beef. Go ahead. And and you may have the same one. I don't know. I've been to Reston, Virginia. (laughs) I know. I heard Reston, Virginia. Reston, Virginia didn't look like that. (laughs) There's no place in Reston, Virginia that looks anything remotely like that. If you've ever been to Reston, Virginia, you go, Oh yeah, that's not right. There is no downtown like that. There is a Reston Town Center, which is a downtown, and it's it been was, built up over the years that it kind of has a downtown feel, but it doesn't look like that. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, but, but we we will forgive that as we've forgiven a lot of things about uh, the area that we have lived for many years. Uh, yeah, it's not. Sorry, <laughs> inside joke there. <laughs> oh, the it's not Dulles joke. Yes, that's that's an old joke of ours. So, and we won't tell you. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that, that's all I have, but let us know what you all thought of this. I mean, I was really hoping for, um, uh, a big, I wasn't let down at all by this episode, but it wasn't the last couple of episodes have been really good. Other than the one scene that was super spooky. I was like, eh, it was all right. It was a good well, episode. And this great. had to be the episode that, I mean, we knew we were going to get these episodes eventually. I mean, you can't go at a sprint. For 22, 24 episodes. You, you just can't do that in a show. You're going to have to, you know, take the foot off the gas and just have a nice one-off, which this was. It had a couple little scenes that help you with your story arc. But, I mean, this whole season has been story arc stuff, which I complained about last year that we didn't have enough of. Uh, now, yeah. now, you know, it's like we're getting a lot of it. You almost hope that they don't give us too much because you don't want to kill the show in the second season. This is the most important season of any show. Because the first season, you know, builds the audience, but the second one is what's going to keep the audience. And yep. maybe that's why they're giving us a last story arc early, because other shows have failed in that aspect, not giving us enough in season two. And Lost was a big example. That's where they lost a lot of their viewers was season two, because season two was just a crawl. Um, so they've done well here, first few episodes. Uh, you know, really looking forward to next week, which I'm here we're going to get a reveal next week. Next week didn't look like it from the preview. It looked like a... Uh, Another one-off with a global epidemic, so all the people freaking out about Ebola uh, will have that kind of episode next week. I thought that was just the local news from here in Texas. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That's that's what it looked like, yes. Uh, I was reading an article today about... About yeah. the things, things in Africa, Europe, and Texas. It's it's amazing how localized it is here in this country right now. But that's uh, yeah. It's I seriously, they did that episode, and then right after that is Ebola outbreak in Texas, like from the local news station. And I'm like, it just rolled right I, in. <laughs> this just fit. Okay, it's uh, here we go. Um, so, but let us know your thoughts. Go ahead and uh, you can send us emails to uh, blacklist at podcasturbia dot com. Uh, check us out on Facebook uh, or the Twitter. Uh, just look for uh, at Podcast Derbia there. Send us your notes and thoughts. Let us know what we're thinking about that room. Like I said, we I feel like we should have seen it, so it's got to be there somewhere. And awesome. uh, check us out on iTunes. Uh, if you're downloading the show from iTunes, thank you. Go ahead and give us a review. Let us know what you think and all the others out there. Uh, that's all I got for this week. Anything else you got? No. So this is Monday night, right? This is. So they should be listening to this on the drive into work on Tuesday morning. Exactly. Okay, don't spill your coffee. I'm done. Very good. All right. You have a good night, everybody. All right. Good night.